This episode is brought to you by your friends at Sensible Waste Consultants. You're probably overpaying on your waste. You don't have to. Give them a call, 812-787-3598, or look them up at sensiblewaste.com. The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio. Abandoned Dunes is true to the spirit of Scotland's ancient links. Here, players immerse themselves in the traditions of a timeless game and the grandeur of Oregon's rugged coast. Sweeping, untamed shores stretch for miles. Primeval grassy dunes roll to the sea. Six distinct lynx courses have been conceived in harmony with the natural environment. Five of these courses are in Golf Digest's top 20 public courses in America. They combine with all the essential elements to reveal a new golf experience every time you play. The soul of the game resides here. Players walk, and at the end of the day, a gracious hospitality comforts each guest like a warm, friendly embrace. This is Bandon Dunes. These are the Bandon Dunes sessions on the B3 podcast. This is golf as it was meant to be. Thanks for joining us on this uh, special series on the B3 podcast, the Bandon Dunes sessions. I am Brian Emmons, host of the B3 Podcast, happy to be here with three of my best friends in the entire world. And we're going to get to meet those guys. We're hoping that you will come along with us on our preparation and our trip to one of the most magical golfing destinations in the entire world, Bandon Dunes Golf Resort in Oregon. And so let's meet the people that's going to be on this trip. Hope you come along with us. First off, the 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 man that uh, the reason that we're taking this trip, as this is going to be his high school graduation present, as he graduates from Bar Reeve High School in Montgomery, Indiana. This is my son Sam. Yeah, very excited. You know, great people to go on the trip with, and blessed with the opportunity to experience such an amazing place. Next up, my nephew Dub Dub. He's going to test his skills and take it out west uh, to one of the premier golf resorts in the world welcome my man thank you very much uncle brino um very much looking forward to this excursion that we have coming up in a few months and yeah excited to the fullest and my brother gary we call him mook and uh, what do you think as we've prepared for this trip well, i tell you what just doing the research on this place it's obvious that it's a uh... A very, very special place for golf enthusiasts and uh, just so excited for the opportunity to get out there and, uh, and, and do this with you guys. Well, let's talk about how the trip came about. Like we said, it was going to be Sam's graduation gift and our first idea, we were going to go to Ireland. Right, yeah. Scotland, yeah. Ireland, we weren't sure, yeah. but we were gonna, we'll be looking at that for sure. And we thought coming out of COVID that uh, prices would be, would be good or we hoped and we did this, what, last January is when we booked abandoned so it was right before that that kind of started pricing a trip to uh we had kind of narrowed it down to southwest ireland and and prices were just astronomical 
And that's how we decided, you know what, this is on our bucket list and, and we're to go to, to Band of Dunes. And you start looking at the pictures of Band of Dunes and it's it's just as beautiful a scenery as, as you're ever going to see. Well, that, I mean, yeah. that's how Bandon came to place. You know, me and Gary, Mook, are on social media a little more than you guys, but yep. seeing these pictures everywhere and all the uh, golf pages, it was really intriguing. And it looks like, I mean, it looks like you're on the Pacific Ocean. So for those that are maybe listening or you're trying to look into this, I mean, it's it's on the cliffs of the Pacific Ocean and uh, kind of about the mid mid part of Oregon. Uh, but it's based off Scottish Lynx Golf. That's the, you know, now they're up to five 18-hole golf courses there and uh, a par three, uh, a 13-hole par three, which is pretty cool. And all the proceeds from that go to some type of a, um, environmental uh agency that yeah. they that they uh they want to support so uh, obviously uh, an amazing amazing place for sure yeah and and we're excited so so we we came upon this started looking into it and once we decided this is what we were going to do i made the call mid-january of 21 and um the reservation process couldn't have been easier um we didn't know at that point we hadn't done any research watched the the youtubes and videos and, and listen to podcasts like we have now but I kind of went on the reservationist recommendations and she kind of walked me through it and and it was it was a lot of fun when when she'd say well how about this and um, here's your times available and then we're just book it and and as we built the itinerary it was it was so much fun fun to do let's talk about our golf games real quick so the listeners are kind of interested in in uh, what kind of golfers <laughs> we are as we go um sam my son he is the he's, he's going to be a senior on the bar reeve golf team he is the reigning uh sectional champion um and coming back as as a senior his team is is uh looking for a sectional championship as well as an individual championship so sam just kind of talk about where you're at in your game and give everybody an idea first of all i just want to throw out there if i lose to any of you <laughs> during any rounds then it's going to be an upset of the century well i'll I tell you that. that yeah villanova beat georgetown i was gonna say uh, that, yeah. w- that won't stop us from celebrating that's either. right <laughs> yeah but you know, I've, my golf game has gotten a lot better over the years. I've never experienced any type of golf as to what we're going to be playing over at Bandon. But, you know, I, I rely heavy on my 60-degree wedge. It's kind of my club and my bag I can always go to. And supposedly it's uh, not very useful there at Bandon. Everything so you see says that. It'll yeah. definitely take me out of my comfort zone a little bit. But excited to try something new. Let's get an idea, Sam. What, what do you say average with your five iron? Uh, two ten. Okay, and driver, you get it out there about what? Two ninety, three hundred with rolling out. Right. Okay. Carry probably two seventy five, two eighty. And a real strong uh, short game. So, um, but but uh, I am the self proclaimed king of the Texas wedge. So I think that's going to be playing to my advantage at Bandit. So we'll see. Gary, what about you? Talk about your golf game, and then we'll chime in what we feel about well, your well, golf we, game. We think. I mean. Inconsistent, I would say. Probably describes it best with one word. I do have a 71 in my lifetime and around, and I shot 94 yesterday. In competition. So, and yes, of course. You're 71. So, I mean, I've got it all, um, but it's just very inconsistent. I mean, and playing golf at uh, Bandon Dunes, heavy winds, like I said, it's right on the ocean. 
you got to be able to play low shots. I don't do that very well unless I do it on accident. So we'll see. Yeah. So it could be pretty ugly. For Someone sure. that does play low shots. Yes. And segue. And in, in, in the four <laughs> times a year that he plays golf, Dub Dub, you, you've got a very, <clears throat> let's just say, let's call it a low trajectory. Yes. I would say my drives, uh, 80% of them do not go higher than an electric pole. <laughs> um, so the layout, I am definitely happy about of these courses. We will be. Uh, venturing to because that'll play pretty good into my uh worm burner mentality yeah i i think brycey may outdrive sam a lot of times because it's so low and it gets on that hard ground and just rolls forever <laughs> i call it an airport <laughs> runway yeah sam hits him pretty high so out there you never know i mean me, me we may have a chance to outdrive him uh, at least brycey might and myself i'd say i'm gary and i are just we're probably just about equal i would think um we, we score right around each other. You probably got yeah. me last year, though. You were a little more consistently scoring. But to go out there, like, you know, it's an elite championship-style immaculate golf courses, we're mid to high handicap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're like 10 to 12 to 15. Sam's obviously much lower than us. Mm. But, um, you know, and, and I have spent, have spent some time watching. They have awesome live cameras. And when you watch some of the caliber <laughs> of golfers that have been there, it's – it's not like elite championship golfers going to play this amazing golf course. So we'll, we'll be all right. I think we'll be right at home. We, so. we saw someone um, actually hit one sideways off a tee box and scaled them <laughs> the side. <laughs> I'm not going to call it a mountain, but he, he definitely scaled a, uh, a sandy hill. <laughs> sandy dune. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dune. There you go. And uh, at his yeah, if you want, if you don't watch the live cams off the Band of Dunes website, do so because you'll see some some pretty entertaining stuff. Gear, and there was one runaway push cart. Yes, we've seen too, runaway push carts. It's very windy. It's a lot of hills. So <laughs> saw a guy chasing his push cart there one day too. Speaking of push carts, yeah. It's a walking only golf resort. So right. again, I mean that's going to be something. That's I'm a portly to... fellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all pushing average five nine over two hundred pounds easily. I would well, say some of us two hundred too many. <laughs> Sam's of course a, a high school kid and in good shape, so he probably won't have any problems. But you and know. he's going to be coming right off of his season. So and I haven't walked mm. eighteen holes of golf in. <laughs> Nine, Lord. ten years, maybe longer than that. No, it's been longer than that probably since I've walked 18 holes. I haven't so. even walked two miles in yeah, a long so. time. I've walked 18 holes, but not playing. I'm right, watching Sam. Watching Sam. The last time I walked 18 holes playing, I were at Oak Meadow in Evansville, Indiana, and I nearly died yes, that day. Yes, it was, about, <laughs> it was about 110 degrees. At one point, I actually sat down <laughs> next, <laughs> next to a yeah, bunker. We had to get, I had to get him Gatorade. <laughs> I had to hit the I had to hit the reset button, and I'm not shitting you. How was the golf that day? Do you even remember? I don't remember much after 15, except really wanting to get to that clubhouse and looking at the 18th hole, going straight up that hill. I just kept staring off into the distance of that hill. I had to scale and, and out of the garage here in Evansville. That's where we were. You're the farthest possible. Oh, I couldn't have been farther from yeah. the clubhouse. So we were, yeah. But it, I made it. Just had to hit the reset button, and, and I made it in. So but, training is something you really need to do to go to this. So let's place. talk about that. Uh, you're right. You do, and, and everything you hear that, and and we'll get into our itinerary. But we're not playing 36 holes. Um, really, only one just day. Just one day. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're we're we'll go through that. But the other day, we're playing the the par three course in this our second 18 of the day. So we're not going out there and pushing it, but we do have to prepare. Um, so I will tell you 
I'm not going to tell you what I am doing to prepare. I'll tell you what I plan to do <laughs> yeah. to prepare. So my, my idea is get on the Peloton, do climbs every other day, and then every day walk at least five miles to start getting ready for this because I just don't want to go out there and be miserable. I've got I, – I researched the most comfortable shoes to wear when you're walking a golf course, so I have a, a new pair of FootJoy Flexes that I'm, I'm going to, to get ready and try out. So, but what are you guys doing? Well, I'm at this point, I was supposed to be running in a 4K race next Saturday, and my knees hurt so bad, I can't run anymore, so I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Um, well, you don't have to run at Bandit. No, so. we, and we walk, and uh, so, I, just, you got to walk, and, and just get your legs in shape for this, because it's, uh, you know, it is going to be, a, and they say it's a tough walk. Some of these courses, it's it's tough, you know, so. And the ground's firm on your, and they said, you know. You, and it's not flat a, right. lot, a lot of times. You either, do so. 18 holes, and, and on, on that firm ground, it takes its toll on your feet and ankles. Mm. So, um, so yeah, there's let's just say there's preparation that needs to be done. What about you, Dubs? Mm. Well, <laughs> what do you I do wear a, wear a uh, Apple Watch, and every day on that little meter where it tells you how awesome or how yeah. pathetic you are it, it says squishy you're stuck you're stuck on pathetic yeah <laughs> hasn't even came off the baseline yet oh my uh, we've got time though we have well, we've got time months, yeah we're months. so our trip we leave june 26th um so we'll have probably a couple of check-in maybe shows before that and then we're going to go daily from from the 26th through july 1st and then we leave july 2nd um, so we'll do check-in. Sam, we didn't get to yours, but you're going to be walking every day playing golf virtually, so so you'll be... I hope I'm a little more prepared than you guys. Uh, yeah. If you're I did not, something down. bad happened. Footjoy Flex, though. Yeah, I Google. I, well, I looked it up. Like I said, I Googled that, and those were number two, but I didn't really care. For, I think maybe an Under Armour pair of shoes, but um, I like Footjoys. I think that they're they're obviously the, the top of the line in, in a lot of them. Uh, things and golf shoes so that's what i went with and and so hopefully hopefully i'll like those um so got the reservation process done transportation we have chosen to you know you've really got three choices you can fly into portland make a four and a half hour drive give or take to the resort um, North Bend has an airport that you can fly into really pricey, especially from, from where we're coming from because uh, we'll, we'll fly out of Evansville, Indiana, and not a lot of choices. Um, so you're stopping somewhere, and, you know, we don't have many direct flights. So we chose the, the, the best route for us was to go through Dallas to Eugene, and we're a couple hours away and, and got pretty good prices, I, I felt. Gary, do you remember what those were? Yeah. I think it was a little over 300. I mean, three between three and 400, three or 400 I think. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad at all. North Bend is obviously most ideal because you're literally 25 miles from the resort. But it only San Francisco and Denver are the only airports that you can fly to North Bend from. And it is uh, pretty Which we expensive. could have done out of Indianapolis. Right, but, right. but again, cost-wise, flying out of our little airport in Evansville was the, the best way. We leave Evansville, Indiana at 7.15 a.m., um, about an hour and a half layover in Dallas, and then we arrive in Eugene on that day at 1.14. So um, now we've looked into many options on transportation. Uh, DeChambeau's ex-caddy has his, uh, what was it called, Premier, I believe, the the, the uh, lux- more of a luxury yeah. shuttle service. It was, what, 2500 give yeah, or take? Yeah, I think so. 
Round trip. Right? Yeah, that was round trip. And then we looked into another one yesterday. I don't remember what that one was called. It's aviation transportation. They yeah. were about a thousand. They were a thousand was what it was for four people uh, round trip as well. Which so. is not bad. Um, but we had already had a car, uh, a, a van rented in case we needed it uh, through National from Eugene. And, and as of right now, I think that's still the way we're going to go. And it with with all the taxes and everything, it was 575 Of course, I've put gas in it. But that, that to us makes the most sense right now. But that, that could change. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, you have your options. But they say, you know, for a lot of times – Bandon Dunes Golf Resort, it's literally, it's like in the middle of nowhere yeah, in Oregon. Right. So the little town of Bandon's fairly close, I think 15, 20 minutes away. But really, once you're on site to the, of uh, Bandon Dunes Golf Resort, a lot of times there's no reason to even leave and go anywhere. They, right. they have everything you need on site. So <clears throat> renting a car, it may just sit there for six days and never move. But like I said, just maybe if you're looking for a, a little bit of a cheaper option, uh, then maybe that's the way to go because some of the transportation. Yeah, is I mean we're looking at pricey. saving us four hundred and twenty-five dollars. I don't know. I mean, like I say, it's going to sit there. By the time we throw gas in it, that's going to be a you know sixty, seventy bucks. So I don't know. We we may end up changing our mind on this and, and just go with they said that 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 what was it called aviation aviation transportation. Yeah, that they have they've got a cooler of beer they have ready beer and for water you. for you. So I mean they 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 they're setting you up right. So I mean yeah. it's uh it may be worth it for two fifty a a person to, to go that route. Right. Um, and then our other decision that, that we still have not for sure made yet is ship sticks and, 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 and shipping, shipping the, the clubs out there. And we, you know, every once in a while we'll check those prices right now. I think we're still set on taking them, but that's my, I, I look at ship sticks and I mean, it's a really cool service, but for us to get it there for the most economical route, you have to give them your clubs a, a full week in advance. Right. Yeah. So that kind of, if you don't, if you only got one set of golf clubs, which I'm pretty sure all of us do, then you're not playing golf for the full week at all before right. you go out there. So, and then I'm assumingly, then it takes maybe a full week before you get them back. So that's why I say, I'm not sure if that, it, it, it sucks lugging your clubs and, uh, paying for that through uh, American Airlines, but to me, it's probably worth the it. The great thing is our little airport in Evansville, it, it, the yeah. drop-off's pretty simple. I mean, you really, and then I'm sure Eugene Airport's not yeah, It's, it's big, not so. massive by yeah, any means. I, th I think that's that's probably the route we're going to go. Next decision we had to make beforehand, and, and we have made this one, um, is caddies. I'm looking forward to walking a golf course and not having to mess with my that will make it clubs. easier for sure. I mean, right. every, every, again, everything you read is that the caddy experience abandoned is one that you should experience. Yeah. Because these guys, they know the ins and outs of playing this type of golf. And if you, we've never experienced this type of golf before. And, uh, you know, to know where to hit it, or at least where they tell you to try to hit it, we're not that good. But, um, and then how to play it around the greens and just, and just their local knowledge and just some of the, the, the people they have doing that sounds like that is the way to go. It is against pricey. It's a, it's not a cheap golf trip. No, it's, it's, it it's a be. once in a lifetime. It's a bucket list golf trip. And, and that's the, where we're treating it. And, and I, what, what do you remember what the caddy price was? It's a hundred dollars and you pay, you don't pay the resort. You pay the caddy there. Right. So you are paying the caddy directly. Everything I've read says 20 buck tip is Pretty standard. Twenty to thirty, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're looking at 120 around uh, for your for your caddies as well. But like I said, uh, it's like I said, the terrain there is not, and you can rent a pull cart, push cart there for five bucks. That's pretty yeah. good. Or you can take your own if you want. If you want to take your own, but I think just some of the terrain and it's not an easy push or pull though either. Yeah. 
So, uh, and, and they the, recommend double loopers. I was just saying, the price is the same whether you go a single loop or a double. They prefer double. Right. So one one caddy carries two bags, and and a lot of people I've heard get assigned a caddy throughout the week. Which you know, I'm hoping if that happens, I'm hoping that we'll get him on the air and and uh, we'll talk to him, and he can be a part of the 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 podcast. The barstool boys they got they got their caddies to even talk about each of the holes. I'm, we're not as probably as, as big as barstool <laughs> yet, and, and but we won't have a a video crew following us around right. uh, um, making a documentary. I, I can have one of those old um, stretch out selfie sticks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. behind. Yeah, we can do that. Well, and and if you want to if you want to listen to this podcast and then see what we're talking about, that that's a good place to start, right, Sam? You're a bar you got a barstool golf shirt on now and those guys they basically had a camera crew follow them around while playing you get to see the golf course and you get to see some fun golf you know your company's probably overpaying on your waste and recycling removal expenses by 20 to 40 percent you don't have to like 90 percent of companies nationwide you're overspending because your contracts don't protect you from price spikes your service levels are inefficient your contracts allow you to be charged those silly ancillary fees and probably you signed a contract a while back and they haven't lived up to it. You want somebody that can take a look at all of this and save you money and guess what? If sensible waste consultants don't find anything to save you, you don't pay anything. If we do, then we'll split it. Doesn't cost you a penny and it could actually make you money and you can go back and do the business that you're good at instead of worrying about am I going to be on hold forever and follow up to try to make sure the waste companies do what they're supposed to do you don't have to sensible waste consultants will do it for you quit overspending quit wasting time chasing these people down 812-787-3598 sensiblewaste.com that's 812-787-3598 over 20 years experience in the waste business and we're ready to go to work for you sensiblewaste.com sensible waste consultants will do the job and they'll do the job right Yeah, and, you know, the caddies, they're going to be great for carrying your bags, but I think they're really going to help and make playing golf there more enjoyable because you see videos and on the tee box, it just looks like a sea of grass. I mean, yeah. you have no clue where to hit it. So I think that'll be really, really helpful out on the course. What are you, what are you looking forward to the most, Dubs? I'm actually looking – well, not only your guys' is, uh, – being around you guys for the whole week, but Aww. I think the experience Aww. with the caddies is gonna be amazing. Because um, yeah, this is for me personally, it's probably gonna be my only golf experience like this in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a once in a lifetime yeah. trip, and to yeah, have for a lot of people, probably us, individuals who walk those courses every day, um, to be able to give you some feedback and let you know, oh, hey, just put it right here. This might be the sweet spot. And other than Sam. Us three are pretty average Joe at, at best on golf. And we hit it where we want maybe one out yeah. of ten times. I, I can't make the ball do what I want it. <laughs> I can't make it spin or do anything you like mean, that. You mean you don't so. want to hit it super low all the time? <laughs> 
not every shot, but somehow, you know, it just works out that way. But sometimes it's better. So yeah. we think we're going to get to the resort at about 5.30 on Sunday, the 26th. Um, we'll check in, probably grab a drink, and then sort of on our itinerary is to head to what I think is one of the coolest things and that I can't wait to see it experience in golf is the punch bowl. Yeah, what, mm. 100,000 square, 100, square, square foot, foot putting. 18, uh, yeah, 18 hole holes. Putting course, basically. And they change the holes all the time, so it's different from day to day. And uh, they, they actually say it's a place to go settle your bets or have a drink. And so it's very uh, encouraged to go out there and have fun after your round or if it's something you're going to do like us when we first get there. And, uh, yeah, so, that's going to be really cool. It's a little bit different than the uh, punch bowls I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we start playing golf on the 27th. We've got an 8-10 tee time at uh, Sheep Ranch, which is the newest course on uh, on the Bandon list of courses. And uh, 8-10, so we're going to be in that time frame. Where we're the, where I think we're still in one of the pace setter times, possibly. Yeah, I think it's – I mean, the sun r rises there like at 6 a.m. or something because we're going, of course, the, the longest days of the year like it is all over the country at that particular time. But – yeah, I think the pace setters they want you they want you done in four hours four fifteen. So right. when you're walking eighteen holes. That's a uh, we play fast. I think all well three of us play fast. One one of the dub dub yeah. over here he gets a little plays a little stall a little ball tedious. sometimes. But, but it's you know they encourage you to you know they they want you so because the rest of the day they have tea times going until probably it stays light until nine or ten o'clock yeah. uh, when we're going so. So 18 holes on the 27th. Um, on Tuesday, the 28th, we're playing Old McDonald, and and it's funny when you when you listen to other people talk about these trips, and and that's what we're gonna going to try to provide a a experience or a, a sort of a, a guided experience through what we see as new players in Bandon, and maybe help other people when they go on the trips, but. Um, some people say, oh, well, McDonald is this. I didn't really, you know, the Pacific Dunes is my favorite. Other people say, don't miss old McDonald. So I, I can't wait to experience it on our own and see what we want to do. But Tuesday the 28th, that's our big day. We've got old McDonald at 810. That plays uh, about, six, we're going to play at about 6,000 yards. And then Pacific Dunes at 310. So we're going to play 36 that day. And uh, Sam, do you have any reservations on us playing 36 holes? <laughs> And when I say us, yeah. I don't mean you. Is there a nap? <laughs> I, I'm really excited to see uh, how the knees and ankles and feet are holding up at the end of that day. The best part probably is just the adrenaline of playing Pacific Dunes and where you're – because I think almost every hole was on the Pacific and Ocean. So Pacific Dunes in the afternoon with the winds yeah. going to start howling. I mean, the, it's it's well, going to be brutal How many there. times have we heard you probably should play – if you want to play it a little easier because Pacific Dunes is probably the – most difficult, from what I understand, the most difficult course. They say you probably should play it in the morning because those winds. Well, we're playing it at three ten p.m., yes, so yes. we're going to be in uh, probably hurricane-sized winds. Well, I feel like I have a, the advantage starting off. Why? On that round, with uh, my because of his ball flow. Well, you would think, so. we'll but see. well, yeah, we'll see what happens. We we'll get see there. how the ligaments <laughs> and, are and everything. Up. Like old Mac, they say is probably the hardest walk. So our first round of the day the is probably the hardest walk of the entire week. And our second round is, is the, be in the, in the hardest course in the hardest condition. So uh, Tuesday right. is going to be fun. So if you don't listen to any other one, you might on on uh, on Tuesday night, the 28th, or when you wake up on Wednesday, the 29th, you might want to listen to the podcast because 
Who if, knows what if we, we make it. If we make yes. it. Yeah, right. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to play Band and Dunes, the original golf course. Um, we did make a later tee time that day because we're coming off the the, the big day. Uh, we don't play till <laughs> 11 that day. That's Again, we're, we're going to play somewhere in between um, 58 and 6,200 yards on, on all the tee boxes that we're going to play. Uh, so we'll, we'll play that at 11. Thursday, the 30th of June, we've got Band and Trails. And, uh, again, some people – Band and Trails is probably the one I haven't heard anybody say so, that's my favorite. Actually, Band and Trails, everyone – I've watched tons of videos, and everyone says going in, Band and Trails, they're not really looking forward to that one the most because there's only a couple holes on the ocean, and that's really more through the trees and stuff. But everyone I've watched or listened to has said coming out, Band and Trails really? is definitely top two on their Interesting. list. Interesting. Everyone loves the layout of that course, talks about how much fun and how nice of a walk it is, how yeah. peaceful it is out there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to abandoned trails. Cool. Yeah, I think you get like a get romanticized by the thought of playing on the Pacific Ocean. And then, right. so you probably, your expectations are very low. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Sam. I've heard the same thing is that it's, it sneaks up on you as one of your ones that you don't think you're going to love it. And then you end up loving it. Yeah. So, and then uh, that afternoon, I, I think I think this is going to be a really fun day Thursday when we play Bandon Trails in the morning, and then we play Bandon Preserve that afternoon at three o'clock. It's how many holes, Gary? Thirteen. Thirteen hole par three course. That's the only round we won't have a caddy. Carry our own clubs for that. That that I'm really looking forward to that. I think that'll be just just a lot of fun. Friday, which is our last day of golf, we play the newest course and our only double course. We play Sheep Ranch the first round and the last round. At 10.30, we play that, and then we've kind of kicked around if we can maybe add the par three again that evening. And then Saturday, July 2nd, we take off. Will you be crying or happy that we play too much golf? Who knows? It's we'll see. Mixed emotions. It'll be yeah. hard. The worst part is we're gonna have to see people walking into yes. the resort. <laughs> right. That's we're, we're we're beat down and and well, it's like that at any resort, you know. My wife and I were just in Mexico last week, and then as that crowd turns over, and then you know, soon you're not that person coming in all excited all joy. and watching the assholes, you know, taking their suitcase <laughs> to the front because they're leaving. You know, that that's the worst part of one of those situations. And I think with Friday. We're only playing the one round, so we probably have a little more flexibility. Some of the other research and other podcasts I've listened to is that it's a lot. It is pretty easy there to change your tee times if you want. So mm-hmm. I'm, maybe even Friday, once we've played all the courses, we may be able to say with our flexibility of playing anywhere from seven thirty in the morning all the way until three, we may say, hey, we'd rather play Band yeah. Dunes or we may play Old Mac or whatever. So you know, we'll see. But it sounds like you do have a lot of flexibility once you're there. I so. think it's once you're there because I know when even booking it, what a year. So we we booked this what eighteen months in mm-hmm. advance, and and even then. You know, she said, well, okay, and that, that morning I've got 8.10 or 11.15. I mean, there was just – there. The, it, it really, really uh, fills up. And so if you're ever thinking about going to Band of Dunes, get it booked early and uh, get it on the books. And then, like you said, we've heard that you can possibly do a little jockeying once you get there. Let's get to the important parts, which we're we're known gamblers. I mean, we like to have some fun. We like to play for some stakes. Our normal Saturday game is low ball, low total. We play 50 cents a point, but you can press at any time. So, you know, that goes up. You make a birdie. It doubles. Uh, we play dollar team greenies. 
birdie at doubles, you make an eagle, the bet triples for that hole. That's that's what we typically do. Is that what we're going to do? Are we going to have a, a week-long some type of competition? The the options are endless. They really are. The, yeah. Say Sam's obviously the best golfer, so I don't know how. We may have to rotate partners with him. Um, obviously, we've got some time to think about it, but uh, who knows by the end. We'll have all kinds of stuff. I would guess that we'll have multiple games <laughs> going on at the same time, week-long, day-long, yeah, match long. I don't know. Salary. Sam and uh, Dub Dub might be a force to be reckoned with. Maybe there's a combo there. A lot of people call my brother and myself the Molinari brothers. We're known for our big comebacks on the golf course. So, you know, do what you want to do. I could see us having, you know, the low ball, low total game and just have three games going at once that we're all each well, other's partners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me either. <laughs> a little bit but, of a hedge. But we'll definitely. And you know what, guys? We got to remember this too. He's coming off graduation. He's going to have He's... a pocket full of cash. That's true. That's true. So okay. we can uh, see if we can dip into that. What else do we need to cover? On this initial, a couple other things I had, you know, we're staying at the Lily Pond um, uh, Resort is where we're going to be. You know, there's I think there's five or six options of, of staying there. Lily Pond, they say, is the, the most economical of the places. So if you're looking to stay, but like, you know, so it's not like you're you're needing five star luxurious uh, places uh, to stay. Um, but yeah, Lily Pond's where we're at, and it's all right there. The ones we're at, and they say the cool part: almost everything is right in the center, near near right. the, near the lot. I was gonna say, like, uh, I thought it was interesting. Sheep Ranch is the only course that has a driving range, its own driving range. And uh, we're talking about the par three a little bit ago, and there's a Shorty's Practice Center that is uh, has all of your chipping greens and putting greens, and of course a driving range. So I'm not sure how much uh, we'll be going out there and warming up before these rounds or whatnot, but. Um, not that that was interesting, but that par three is open just Thursday through Sunday is the only time that it's open. So if we don't have enough golf, it's free to go out and do that. So yeah. you know if we ever wanted to do that, but uh, so I'm not sure if I'll get, be getting up early to go grind on the on the range and then take a bus somewhere else. But yeah, uh, I don't we'll feel see. like too much prep work will help my game. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> not, well, not by the time you get there. Probably. We'll see whose team you're on, and then we'll <laughs> yeah. decide about prep yeah. work. That's right. Well. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this little intro. You get to know the guys, Sam, Mook, Dub, myself, Brino. We're, we're really, really looking forward to this and uh, just wanted to kind of give you an idea what we're doing in this Band and Dune Sessions series that we'll have on the B3 podcast and and hope you go back and, and look up Band and Dunes. You can go on YouTube and watch uh, Google it on your on your phone or on your computer, and you'll see some of the sites of these ocean courses that are just as beautiful as, as anything you'll go to see. Final words, Dub? <sighs> Looking forward to it. Luke? Well, like I said, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to looking all this and doing research and um and it just looks like again, it's gonna be once in a lifetime probably, more than likely, and uh it's every golfer's dream, I think, in a bucket list for a golfer to get to this place. It's been, it's been on my bucket list for several years. So um, uh, when Sam finally made the decision, I'm glad this is the one he made because it's going to be just a something we're going to remember forever. Sam, you're going into your golf season. You start practice a week from Monday. Let's talk about that first. Are you excited, looking forward to, what's some of your goals for this high school season? Yeah, uh, me and my team, we're really excited coming into this season. We came off a uh, second-place finish in last year's sectional contest, and uh, we fortunately returned all four of our top four scores. So that's going to be big heading into this year, and 
everyone's excited and hopefully bring the uh, first sectional title to the school. We yep. hope. That'd be awesome. And if you want to follow Sam and, and the Bar Reeve Golf team on Twitter, it's at Bar Reeve Golf. That's B A R R R E E V E Golf to follow that team and, and watch him throughout the season. And then, other than that, hashtag golf as it was meant to golf be. Golf as it was meant to be. And that's what we're looking forward to. So thank you so much for listening in on the intro to the Band and Dune sessions on the B3 podcast. We'll probably check in at least one more time before the trip. And then during the trip, it will be daily. If your golf business wants to help get your word out, we'll be glad to help you spread it. So get a hold of hold of us. Uh, you can find us at B3Pod. Send me a message and we can discuss helping you promote your golf company. But until next time, on behalf of Dub Dub, Mook, Slam, and Brino, hashtag golf as it was meant to be.